Pinball Nerds to episode 430 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Albert, and today I've brought on special co-host, pin, pin turn extraordinaire Ian Hareware, the Gamma Goat himself. He's going to help me here with the pin clash preview. We're going to talk about what's good. We're going to talk about who the qualifiers are. And we're going to tell you, the listener, what you better be watching out for this coming Saturday, December the 5th, just two days from right now. Ian, welcome to the show. Hey, Albert, how's it going? I am doing very well. Uh, it's The weather's a little nicer here, I do hear, than there in Ontario. You guys got a little bit of snow. I think even Chicago, Michigan, the upper New York states all kind of got some snow. And here we are. I'm like 100 million degrees northern latitude of you. Uh, and... We don't have snow yet. It's a nice sunny uh, day here. Yeah, so you know we've been shoveling. Uh, Gozer, my dog. Um, she every time it snows, she like refuses to take a dump. She she needs to smell the grass, and right. so it takes a few days to adapt. So that's been trying, uh, having to walk her extra to convince her. But you know, it's uh, with the weather the way it is. What could be better than an online virtual pinball tournament? Pin Clash. Yeah, so uh, you had actually met, re reached out to me, and thank you for doing that. I've told you several times, if you have anything you want to talk about on the show, let me know. And I was actually feeling bad because I used to talk a lot. I used to talk a lot about competition pinball on this podcast. And here it is, the first, I would say the first live, uh, first big live pinball tournament in a while anyways. So what's Pin Clash all about for the people who haven't heard of it yet? Yeah, so uh, IE Pinball, uh, Carl D'Angelo, has decided to run an online tournament. I guess uh, he's kind of had that. I, I don't want to speak for Carl, but, you know, he's one of the organizers of Indisc. And foreseeing that Indisc wasn't going to happen, maybe he just kind of wanted to do something, get out there. Um, I think this is cool. So his idea was to do a heads-up challenge uh, live on the Internet. He put out a poll a few months ago asking people what, who wanted to participate, who had uh, who had machines available, and the most popular machine of choice was that most people had was Jurassic Park, and um, he had an overwhelming response with the number of people who wanted to attend, and so for the last month or so, you may have noticed across Twitch, many people streaming Escape Nublar challenges. And um, so the qualifying was the top 24 Escape Nublar speedruns would get into the tournament. And this Saturday, it will be a live head-to-head -head playdown um, broadcast on IE Pinball with live commentary, um, streamers from, well, I don't know if they're all over the world. They're probably mostly in America. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be live competition pinball for the first time in a long time. 
Well, I was a little, speaking of all over the world, Marty, of course, uh, fun, from the final round pinball podcast on TPN, he unfortunately had to pull out because it was going to be too early for a man with a gin drinking habit on a Friday night. Uh, no, it was going to be 7 a.m. And he didn't, you know, that was, that's, I, I wouldn't want to do a live stream at 7 a.m. Uh, either. It wouldn't be that fun because now you've got to get up at like 5.30, set the whole thing up. So Marty won't be there from Australia, but for everyone watching, it's, uh, I was trying to wrap my head around this. I'm not great with time zones. Is it noon Eastern Standard Time, which is three Pacific time? Uh, it is three Eastern. Three Eastern. This is good. I have you on the show. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, so three Eastern. Saturday, December 5th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, which will be noon Pacific. Um yeah, and you can adjust for your own time zones. Awesome. So this is like I was saying before, that we can't, I, I remember the last time I felt like I was kind of watching a competition was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the Stern thing that they did. But the big difference there, the, the production value was incredible. However, it wasn't live. So I think this is going to really give me that that feeling of your, because you're watching it all happen live. And I know that there's a couple other things that were, you know, smaller tournaments happening that you could watch. But this is the first time that I, I can remember, you know, post- or, 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 you know, post non-COVID, if that makes any sense, uh, that we're seeing big names like Escher Lefkoff and Raymond Davidson and all those people uh, doing a live tournament like this. Would I be wrong to say that? Um, yeah, so this is the first sort of significantly sized one. Germany has been running a bunch. So JDL mm -hmm. Pinball has been streaming um, some tournaments from Germany that have been running. And I know that there was the tournament that was run at the four-person skins ping golf tournament that was run at district 82 a few months back that uh journey and of the poor man's pinball podcast were color commentary for um so there's been a few kind of events live events but this is the first time that anyone has tried this live online thing other than the sort of test streams jack danger was doing but those weren't tournaments they were just for fun they were excellent, though. I know he was doing those on Friday nights, and I, I'm really glad to see that uh, he did that. I'm not sure if that's, you know, part of the inspiration where Carl may have got the idea to do this or not, but it's just, it's a great, it's a great idea. I'm trying to wrap my head around how this works. Is it going to be, so there's 24 qualifiers. Is the first round going to be like match play of like, so 12 different, you know what I mean? Like one-to-one -one head, head-ons, and then one will go from each round? Yeah, so it, it is a head-to-head -head tournament that, top eight qualifiers get a buy so you'll have 16 people competing head-to-head -head in the first round and the winner of each match will move on um i think they do three challenges the challenges fall into different tiers there's tier one challenges tier two tier three tier four depending on what round you are in um, will change which tier you are doing and within each challenge there is a set number of points if you accomplish the challenge within a certain time period and you're trying to score more points than your opponent. Wow. It's a good thing we're going to have commentary running live because that's going to be difficult uh, for a lot of people, let's just say, who maybe aren't as good as some of these top 100 players we're going to be watching, right? So, But we'll talk more about the challenges a little later. I suspect between the two of us, uh, you know, many of these challenges have came out even since you've really been out playing pinball in the wild and you don't own a Jurassic Park. So, I, you know, I don't expect you to know all of the ins and outs, but the first tier ones look simple. I was reading a couple of the ones on the, the second and the third ones going, OK, you've completely lost me. So, you know, some of them get a little challenging, but um, 
before I go forward, I do know that you've mentioned a couple times. I, I believe that you've mentioned, you've probably told me what you do or don't like about Jurassic Park. But I think the fact that I want my very first new inbox pinball machine to be Jurassic Park, and it wins, it's the machine that wins the popular vote, of course, to be live streamed on IE Pinball uh, for this big event, shows that it's a pretty good competitive game. Uh, what do you think? I, I forget. I forget. What do you think about Jurassic Park? Uh, so I played it a few times when it first came out. You know, I, I went over to Sean Russell's place. We streamed it from there when it was uh, when he had just unboxed it, basically. And I played it a little bit at the CNEPC, mm -hmm. um, just a couple games. So I, I really only have about five or ten games on it, and that was over a year ago. Um, my sort of initial reaction to it is, I, I like I like the game. I like the layout. I think it shoots well. I think it's got really deep rules. It looks fun. It's sort of like Maiden with like a little extra to it. Yeah. It doesn't, there's aspects of it that don't really hit Jurassic Park, the theme to me. Right. So it just doesn't really create the emotional response that I would want. Um, and there's a bunch of intricate reasons for that, but that doesn't really matter. I think it's an awesome pinball machine. Because, I mean, yeah, nobody says that it doesn't shoot well. Some people may, may not love the art or certain other aspects of the theme integration, but everybody agrees the rules are incredible and it shoots, you know, it, 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 it's a fun shooter, right? So um, now let's get into these qualifiers. I'm looking at my list right here over on pinclashtourney.com. Uh, that way, any the listeners can take a look at what we're seeing here. And I even see some good players who did not... Uh, like even Neil McRae, he didn't make it uh, above the cut line here. I got to interview him at, uh, of course, the last Pinberg ever, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but there's some good players that didn't make it here. Uh, do we want to start at the bottom maybe with Mr. Taylor Reese? Taylor Reese, Richmond Pinball uh, on Twitch. Uh, I, I, I know Taylor from some of the uh, like pinball community, but I don't know him as a player. Mm -hmm. um, you know, He did a 340, which is the the sort of cut line there, I guess. Um, I don't know where uh, Marty was because he's no longer on this list. So Taylor may have been the first alternate there. Well, uh, Taylor Reese, of course, half of uh, this flipping podcast, I believe. He's probably very, very, very happy that Marty bowed out. So that that's Taylor saying, thanks, Marty. Um, all right, next in this list, he's probably a dark horse. Taylor's probably not going to win this, but he could. He could. He got in, right? Uh, yeah, any anyone could, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. Uh, I wouldn't be putting money on our lowest qualifiers here. Let's fair, say. fair enough. Uh, and now uh, Kevin Bowman. I, I don't know him at all. Do you know him or Lindsey Rogers? I don't, I don't know. know either of them. Uh, so pin, pin pinology. Kevin Bowman making it in. Uh, in the twenty second place, Lindsey Rogers is from What the Flip. I like the What the oh. Flip channel. Lindsey is the musician who yes. uh, plays the. Uh, name that tune song so she's a great player yeah i was just watching her i don't know i didn't look over at the name of the uh stream before i said i didn't know her but i was just talking with her i think last night she was just practicing i was on what the flip so yeah no i i watched them for sure and she's a she's a uh a very good player but i mean you know she's playing against escher here i haven't looked at her ifpa ranking again qualifying near the bottom kind of a dark horse but Good for her. That's awesome. I'm I'm glad she uh, she qualified. And I can tell you this, uh, you know, there's no way I would have qualified in here. I, I would have probably been up there with uh, Neil McRae around the the six or seven minute mark. So, um, yeah. What do you know about Zachary Frey? 
Zach, Zach, uh, Slam Tilt Zach. You know, oh, Zach AJ. Zach AJ, yeah. Yeah, he won the uh, the Expo Trivia Tournament. Yep. Awesome. And he can play, right? Like, uh, I've seen him on the Slam Tilt stream at least once or twice. Oh, yeah, for sure. He can play. <laughs> Moving up, we got number 20. We got Zach Wallens uh, out of San Francisco area. I know Zach well from the tournament scene. He's a good tournament player. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't rule him out of doing well in this tournament. He's placed really well in a lot of Stern Pro Circuit events. Oh, if you can do well in a Stern Pro Circuit event, you probably have the nerves to be able to go into this and, and feel confident that you can at least, you know, hopefully, if not get first, do well, right? So, yeah. Mo moving on up, what about, uh, do you know, do you know Brian? I do not know Brian Cottle of Oak City Pinball on Twitch. Have not, have not seen him. Well, I'm going to go up and down this list, and I already told you I've been doing this, but I'm going to finish going up and down this list, and I'm going to follow any of these people. I thought I followed every single person on Twitch who was pinball, but after going through this list, I realized maybe not. And some of these people only stream like once a month, so it's not like that surprising that I haven't just seen them online, even though I'm on there quite a bit, especially if they live in a different time zone, like if they're on you know, California or whatever, like Pacific time. So um, next up, I guess, would be Rodney. Rodney Minch of RLM Amusements, who I do not know. I, I don't know either. Uh, but good luck, Rodney. Now, Carrie Zen Wing, I think most of us know her. Uh, she is absolutely, uh, I was going to say absolutely my favorite uh, female player. Not that that should matter, uh, but she's just an incredible player regardless. She kicked butt in the, uh, the I was watching her in the pin, whatever it was, the, the pin golf thing last year. She was kicking butt. And uh, I love watching her play. She's just calm and relaxed, and I I think she it wouldn't she wouldn't surprise anyone if she did very well. Am I right? Oh yeah. Well, nerve keeping your nerves under control, being calm in these pressure situations of actually competing, competing again. This is the exciting part. Uh, I can't wait for it. And of course, George. Uh, don't panic, flip. Most of us uh, know him. Uh, he's a good player, but I don't watch that stream much. Do you think he has much of a chance? Uh, well, so I think one of the places where George has maybe an advantage is he runs a lot of heads-up challenges. Mm -hmm. um, so on Dopalinic Flip, along with a bunch of the uh, other people like Pinsomniac and uh, Mr. Science Theater 3000, um, they do a lot of these heads-up uh, challenges. George has been working closely with like a virtual camera company to get the software working really well. And they put a lot of effort into making those synchronized heads up streams with live commentary work really well. Mm -hmm. So he's familiar with these sort of speed run type situations because he does this a lot. Yeah. I thought, I don't know if it was him, but I even remember uh, our buddy, Joe Salvaggi there. He was doing uh, one of, one of those guys who does a lot of the heads up ones. They did a heads up one where he was on a virtual pin and they were playing the real deal. Do you remember if that yeah, was him that, or not? Yeah, that, that was out of the sort of don't panic flip group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so neat. Cool. Uh, next, Fox City's Pinball. Yes, Tom. Uh, Fox City's Pinball. We, I know I he is who I played in my uh, pin baseball match uh, that Raymond Davidson was putting on. He's sort of uh, facilitating random pin baseball matches. So we did a heads up pin baseball. Well, okay, wait. What is pin baseball? Oh, we're, we're, we're trying to keep this to half an hour. I'm here. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of for each batter, you have one ball to achieve a score. Yeah. Um, 
and there's sort of a threshold for a single, a double, a triple, and a home run. And then if you don't get the single score, you're out. And then you sort of go back and you, you play your ball and you advance your people along the bases. And I don't know, Raymond's put up this whole whole thing to play pin baseball. Oh my God. Friggin', I'm 400 episodes into a pinball podcast and I'm still learning about new pinball games. This is awesome. All right. Uh, I'll try to go a little quicker here though, because I know we're already coming up to almost 20 minutes. We've got uh, uh, Christopher Morgan, of course, from Tiki Tilt. Tiki Tilt. I've seen Tiki Tilt in chat a bunch. I've never seen Tiki Tilt stream. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Mike Hasselman, of course, from Ottawa and the Pinballers. Um, yeah. He can play. I was watching him play some last night, and he was kicking it on uh, Avengers. He's a really good player, and he got he's you know does very well in provincials each each year, and he's a good player. I think he's got a good chance. I don't know if he's going to be able to take down a Nesher, right? But what do you think? Yeah, yeah I think we're starting to get into the the sort of this batch of people the next 10 or so people have a really strong chance now there's a big difference in the speed the nublar speed runs between like qualifiers 4 through 12 which were or 4 through 13 and then the top 2 right uh, which we'll get to in a second so i think all of these people have a chance but there's a big there is still a big gap between them and the top all right well next is matthew richardson don't know yes. don't know who that is Oh, Matthew Richardson, uh, MJR8Peanut. Uh, he's a he's a young player. He hangs on my stream a lot. We did a I did a heads up challenge with him live streamed on my stream on Metallica. He oh, okay. Won, or I think it was Metallica. Yeah, he won the Jack Danger Metallica um, live stream event, a little tournament that Jack ran. Um, yeah, Matthew's a great player. He is the uh, player who he introduced himself to me at Pinburg, recognized me from my stream, and I'd never mm -hmm. met him before. And that kind of made my day having someone from my stream uh, see me in real life and say hello. Well, while we're mentioning your stream, and then that is that would be awesome. That would make my day on the East Coast here. That has not happened yet. Um, but a lot of people at my first tournament turned to me and said, Well, welcome to playing your first pinball tournament. And I was like, Yeah, I guess, yeah, no. People here don't listen to podcasts or anything, but that's okay. Um, uh, anyways, uh, next on the list is Adam Becker, Press Start Arcade. Of course, uh, we know Adam Becker. He helps do a lot of the uh, scoring, or, or he did. He's on a little pin vacation right now with the International Flipper Pinball Association. Um, Adam Becker's won Pinberg before, uh, and you know he's an incredible player. He will have no problem hanging with these guys. He's not going to be nervous playing even against Raymond Davidson or Andy Rosa. Yeah, no, Adam's, Adam's got a good chance here. And obviously, he's had a lot of free time not approving tournaments for the last year. So he's probably <laughs> been putting it into playing Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And he, I do remember he got it some time ago. So it's not like it's a brand new one for him. But um, Derek Price, of course, another Canadian. Look at the three Canadians out of the uh, last four. Derek, Derek Price is from uh, San Diego area, uh, California player. I thought, uh, who am I talking about? A Canadian player. You're thinking of Derek Tom. Tom Thompson. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, Derek Thompson and Derek Price. Well, tell us about uh, the Derek I don't know. Uh, Derek's a great player. Um, he he doesn't he didn't travel as much, but last year or yeah, last year in 2019 he had a really strong run. Um, he placed really well at a bunch of circuit events and uh, I think he he's he's been at nationals. He he's a really strong player. Uh, he was listed as streaming under uh, SD Pinball 
which was sort of a collective of people. I know he's also streaming on his own channel right now, um, but I don't remember the name of his channel because it's like not a word. It's like a bunch of numbers and letters that probably mean something to him, but not to me. Derek, make your Twitch channel easier to remember. That way more people will follow you, buddy. Okay, next up is Chris Grace of Motor City Pinball. Again, I don't know Chris. Every other name on this list I kind of know, but I don't know. This is the last person I'm not too familiar with. Yeah, this with. is the last person I don't know, um, but really good run at two, two minutes and 30 seconds to make it into the ninth place. One spot out of a bye. Wow. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. Those top six, all, or the sorry, the top eight all get uh, the bye to the second round. And then the people with a buy. Now, these are all names that tournament people will will know, and we know all of these. Yes. Robert Byers, Top Rope Pinball. Do, 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 Top Rope Pinball Watch. Um, I've been enjoying going to his streams. He will sing for you. He will wear a wig. He's awesome, and he's also an incredible player. Uh, Brian O'Neill. He's on profile uh, right now. He just did a new episode with robert oh sh shout out to jeff teolis here pinball profile that's right i haven't listened to it yet but uh it is on my queued up ones coming up soon uh brian o'neill i i know the name i've seen him on stream but i don't know him that well uh, brian o'neill is a great pinball player used to be out of the san francisco area uh, mm -hmm. out of there, but i think has recently moved to somewhere in new york and he is one of the people behind scorebit oh okay and there, actually, I think there's a score bit for one of the prizes, but we can talk about the prizes in a second. Uh, next on the list is Phil Grimaldi. I've heard the name a lot. I believe I've seen him play on stream, but I'm not sure Space if I met City's, him at Pinburg. Yeah, so Space City's Pinball, he is one of the people out of the Houston area, hence the Space City. <laughs> um, helps run the Houston Arcade Expo Tournament. Um he came second place at the Intergalactic Pinball Championship last year. He can play that. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, uh, of course, Laser Lowe. So I got to interview him at uh, Pinburg. I think he's a state champion, maybe for Florida, for somewhere. I'm not sure where. Uh, he's in, like, oh, I think Ohio area, I think. Okay, that makes more Midwest. sense. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, Florida, I'm like, no, that would be Eric Stone. Um, I was surprised to see Eric Stone in here, but I, I mean, if you don't own the game, you're probably not going to go on location to qualify, right? Uh, so, but Laser Los is awesome. He just gifted me a sub the other day on Twitch. I love watching him. He streams at all different weird hours. Um, his name is Carlos, but I, I just call him Laser Los because even in our interview, he said, no, no, just call me Laser Los. I'm like, all right, Laser. So he's awesome. I, I would love to see him do well. I'll be in chat cheering for him. I still think he's an underdog though. When you look at these next four, once you get into these next four, you're getting right around that two-minute mark. And, you know, especially these last four, I've seen really high up in tournaments. Tell us a little bit about Luke. Uh, Luke Naharniak is out of Minnesota, hence the MN Pinball. He's I, I met him for the first time in Toronto when he came down for the World Championships. Mm -hmm. um, he is a player you're always seeing, like, at the top of tournaments. Um, he's a really, really, really strong player great uh, physicality and manipulating the machine tends to tilt a lot uh but is really into it and really calm good player he's he's a little nudge heavy like me he likes to move the machine a bit it can get a little heavy-handed it's one of the things on his stream <laughs> they have like a tilt count oh i've watched I've, I've watched seen them a little bit before it's uh they can get a it can get a little rowdy sometimes when they're playing it's interesting uh Andy Rosa, of course. Uh, Andy Rosa, we would have known from several things, but he, he gets to the finals, it seems like, 
almost every tournament he's in, but the big one was, was it circuit finals? Yeah, he, made... he won uh, Stern Pro Circuit last time around. Yeah. Um, and obviously since he'll be streaming, playing at home, he won't need his trademarked headlamp because he will have <laughs> sufficient external illumination. Well, there so you, you go. See, like, it, so Luke did a 208 uh, qualifying run for fourth place. Yeah. Andy did a 145. So you can see there's a pretty big gap Massive. as we start to move up to these top players. Wow. And then and, and then even here, even between Escher and Andy is another 10 seconds, which is quite a bit once you've got it down to there. And then, of course, between even Escher and Raymond, almost another 10 seconds. It's it's nine seconds. So who I'm going to, oh, geez, I, I guess I'm not with TPN anymore. So I, I don't feel like I have to go for Raymond Davidson because obviously Ray Day Pinball is part of the, the Pinball Network. Um, not that that would really matter, but I'm going to go for Escher Lefkoff because he didn't. He didn't come in first, and uh, I don't know. I just, I kind of want it. Raymond already works at Stern and everything else. I kind of want to see Escher win. I still feel like Escher is, neither of these guys are the underdogs, but I still feel maybe just because he didn't qualify first, I got to go for Escher. Yeah, Ray Day's qualifying run was amazing. It was basically a perfect qualifying run. Um, you know, you couldn't do any better, I don't think. He basically didn't miss a shot. Um, so, that's sort of what it is, you know, between Raymond Davidson and Escher Lefkoff, either of them could win this. I think what's challenging in this format is that some of the lower tier challenges, um, the top tier challenges will require a lot of control and play. And I think the strongest players will get through there. Some of the lower tier challenges, someone could kind of get lucky uh, and hit something pretty quick. If, if you make a mistake, you could be kind of lose yourself 10 seconds or something like that. Mm -hmm. Now with the scoring tiers, it probably will balance out. But I, I think either of these players, if you're going to pick someone who's going to be favored to win, it's a toss up between these two. Well, who, you, who, you, if, if I, if, if I'm gamma goat and I'm in chat and I'm watching this, who am I voting for? Like, who am I, who, who are you going to, are you going to be just getting the popcorn and just cheering on good competition or, you know, I, I have friends, I have people who I follow their streams who I would love to see do really well. I'd like to see Carlos, uh, Laser Los, do well here yeah. because, um, you know, he doesn't travel, mm -hmm. so he doesn't get to a lot of big tournaments, but he's a great player who I think would be better known and would place better if he had the opportunity to travel and play when things were open. Um, but, it, like, I, if I was to be picking a winner... Like, you know, I'm, I'm not betting on this, but if I was to place a friendly wager, I, I would put my money on Ray Day. Um, you know, how can you not? All right. Well, let's just, can we do a friendly wager? Uh, Ray Day, I, I got Escher, you take Ray Day. When, whenever it is, it's safe for us to all hang out together. Uh, I will purchase you a beverage, uh, whether, no matter what it is, the next time we hang out at a tournament. What do you think? All right, you can get me a Diet Coke. All right, it's on. Hey, I I don't judge you if 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 you said uh you needed to have uh uh you know any specific type of drink on the planet uh Kopi Luau or any you know fancy coffee tea anything I got it for you as long as it's you know within reason like under a hundred bucks here. Uh, all right, so we only have about three minutes left here. I'm really, really, really excited for Ping Clash. Do you have any other notes? Like I'm looking at these challenges here and it looks to me like by stage three, it's getting, you've got to know what you're doing. You can't, you can accidentally get a hundred million just like screwing around. Like I've got a hundred million before. 
But by the time you're getting to couple of these things, like collect three DNA combo sets, if you don't know what those are, you're kind of screwed, right? Like, is it by tier three, you think it's, you've got to really, really know the game well? Even, even tier two, like when you're talking about needing to rescue staff members, three staff members, mm -hmm. you need to know what you're doing. Most of the players will. And now Carl, Carl has produced um, tutorial videos on every single one of the challenges, which he'll be playing throughout the stream to show people how to, how it's done um, so that you can follow along and watch. So don't be intimidated if you don't know the rules to the game. Uh, I think this is going to be a great presentation. It's going to put it together well, and you'll be able to follow it. And it'll be well explained. We're going to have good live commentary going on. Um, so I'm excited. I'm going to be tuning in Saturday. And I hope all of the listeners out there will tune in and watch some live competition pinball. Ah, now, speaking of competition pinball, since we last spoke, uh, Pinberg obviously is gone. Are you trying to grab yourself a game from Pinberg? I am not. Uh, I'm out of space. The logistics of trying to move a machine right now, it's just, it's too much. Maybe, it's a lot. I, I think maybe I'll look when things are, like, you know, when there's 10 machines left and see what the, the slim pickings at the end look like. Okay. That might be interesting. And hopefully by then, maybe, you know, uh, we've got these four vaccines supposedly coming out in the next couple months. Are you starting to feel a little more optimistic that maybe by next summer, next fall, some of these uh, big, larger tournaments, medium-sized tournaments can start going again? I, I think, yeah, by next fall, possible. I, th I think it is possible. Fingers crossed, hopefully. Okay. The only, and, and this is part of a whole other episode I'm going to do another time, but I will say this with Pemberg being gone, I'm almost a hundred percent sure I'm going to come back for the CNE classic if, and when it starts again, hopefully. And I'll get to travel to quite a few more smaller mid-sized tournaments, like maybe one or two in the States, maybe even another one across Canada, you know, if it flip out or whatever happens again. So there is some positives, you know, coming out of this. Unfortunately, Pemberg's gone. I'm going to miss it. Uh, you're going to miss it. And you're right, Ian, my worst case scenario, it was worse than that. So I'm sorry to you and all the listeners for my worst case scenario being wrong. But uh, in, in, just to cheers everybody out there, we're going to go out with London Calling because I'm missing everyone back in the Lopple. And uh, of course, we're going to leave with the Clash because uh, Ping Clash. So uh, until next time, pinball nerds, remember to eat, sleep, and breathe. Gamma Go Pinball on Twitch. Thanks for being here, Ian.